0: Baseball fans, we've made it. We we are here at the at the Fall Classic, and we have made it to the World Series. And it at the end of the day, it's come down to the number one seed in the National League and the number one seed in the American League. The Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays will be facing off at a neutral site in Arlington, and it'll be the first time the World Series has ever been played at a neutral site since 1944. Uh, If you're first time joining us, this is GMs for Hire. My name is Will Polson. Alongside with me today are Matt Perry and Jamil King, and we are here to bring you our World Series predictions for the 2020 season give you a quick recap if you missed uh most of the lcs series uh in the national league and the american league we'll start with the national league as the braves were up to a 3-1 series lead and this is going to be a pattern by the way Uh, the braves were up to a 3-1 series lead and ultimately the dodgers were able to rise up and play like the number one seed in the national league Uh, Carried by a decent pitching performances and as well as some hot bets, the Dodgers are maybe uh, are able to force a game seven and then ultimately win it by one run by a final of four to three, uh, ultimately capped off by a Cody Bellinger moonshot. I mean, it was a bomb. And he knew it was gone too when he hit it too. So uh, ultimately, I'm going to go to you, Matt. What do you think the turning point was for the Dodgers? I mean, down three-one, they've they've been to the World Series, they've been to the nat- they've been to the playoffs multiple multiple years in a row, and they've never seemed to get it done. And they had their backs against the wall in this series. So what do you think it was that really turned it up for the Dodgers?
1: If I had to pinpoint an exact moment, I would say it was in uh, Game Five when Will Smith homered off of Will Smith. Uh, They went from being down two to one to being up four to two, and they didn't lose again after that. Um, We shouldn't be surprised when the Dodgers play well. They are the Dodgers, and like you said, they make the playoffs every year. They've been now to the World Series three of the last four years. It shouldn't be a shock, but going down 3-1, they kind of made themselves the underdog. Uh, The Braves had that win streak early in the playoffs, and they looked like they were the same Braves the first three or four teams. Uh, and then it just kind of went downhill. The wheels fell off the wagon for them. You could say um, like we both predicted, uh, we both got the Dodgers right in seven, which is exciting. Uh, we'll talk about an even cooler prediction in a minute, but um, yeah, the Dodgers should have won this and they did. Uh, you know, the the Braves should not be upset by any means. I know it's tough blowing a three, one lead. I'm sure they're, Brothers in Atlanta playing the football would feel a similar way with the 28-3. But, yeah, uh, they're they're a great team. They're only going to get better from here. Saw a lot of great things this season. The pitching was good despite them blowing three straight. Um, Overall, the pitching was good. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to what they can do next year. Uh, Dodgers are on the World Series, and they have a tough, tough task at the Rays.
0: You and I said in the LCS video that the the Braves are one of the youngest teams in the, in the Major League Baseball you know this is they didn't have everything to lose this year I mean this is this was definitely more of a of a concerning series for the Dodgers than it was for the Braves if the Braves don't make it they've got their core but uh, ultimately as mentioned the Dodgers are able to come back against a young uh, Atlanta Braves team and ultimately make it to the World Series if I'm not mistaken this will be their 20th appearance all time into the World Series and moving on to a not so experienced team in the World Series, uh, they do have an appearance, but uh, obviously I don't they haven't been a franchise nearly as long as the Dodgers, so I can't really give them that much credit. So uh, moving on to the American League the championship series as the Tampa Bay Rays the number one seed were facing a sub500 Astros team that had come out of the woodwork and really put it on in the postseason. And they gave the Rays a hell of a run for their money. They the Rays were up at a point three to one in the series, and then the Astros were able to force a game seven, similar to the National League Championship Series. And ultimately, the Rays were able to hold it off. Uh, great pitching performances all the way around, uh, especially honestly on both ends. Both ends pitched pretty well. Uh, it, it just came down to a little bit of an offensive surge. Ultimately, winning four to two in game seven for the Tampa Bay Rays. And as mentioned by the uh, the great prediction uh, that Matt referenced to, you want to talk about a great prediction. This man right below me called this World Series back in May. If you go watch uh, the GMs for Hire video when we first got started, May 5th was the release date of it. It was our predictions and our realignment video. I'll put a link to that video up in the top right corner of this. This man, And I'll also plug the video right here.
2: I think – not to be a homer, but I think the Rays have the one of the best mixtures of pitching and hitting left. Um, I think I could see them versus the Dodgers in the World Series.
0: This man called it. This man said that at the beginning, Dodgers-Rays, and here we are. Uh, you know, All four of us had our teams make the playoffs. Every single round, we've lost one of our teams. And Jamil ends up being the last man standing. Jamil, I'm going to go to you for your team, of course. What do you think it was in the Tampa Bay Rays that were able to hold off the Astros?
2: I'm not going to lie to you, Will. Um, after we blew a 3-0 lead, my confidence was shaken. I, I was not very happy. It was not very confident going into Game 7. But um, I think what this team did, you know, I saw it throughout the day, you know, with the B-Riders talking. They said the team, they were they were relaxed. They are in the clubhouse listening to Drake, just ready for the game. You know, I think that's what they needed to do. They needed to relax. I think after they went up 3-0, um, they got a little bit complacent. It was like, like we're up 3-0. Like, we're going to win one game in the next three. And then after Carlos Correa hits that walk-off home run, you're like, oh man, like we gotta lock in. And then um, you go out and get beat down in Game Six. And I said, I put on Twitter, I said, maybe they needed to get beat down. Maybe they needed to get snapped back into reality because they're like, dang, now it's three-three. Do we really want to end up like the the Yankees in 0-4? No disrespect, Matt, but this is the only team that that's only happened. It's only happened there. But like you know, you you that doesn't want to be you. And um and that first inning when Randy Rose ran at that home run, and uh, you go up to an early lead, I think that really relaxed the. Uh, the, um, the dugout relax the clubhouse and they had them locked in ready to go and you, of course you have Charlie Morton on the mound who's never lost the winner go home game so uh, I think at that point it was over from the first inning
0: you mentioned Randy Orozarena he was awarded as the ALCS MVP speak a little bit on his performances on how much he's been a blessing to to y'all in the playoffs
2: this dude's been a godsend for this team. Um, when we acquired him in the offseason, actually wrote, wrote an article for this Rays website I was a part of. Um, I said, Randy Rose, Randy, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be a big part of this team eventually. Um, next for him, he got COVID early on, but it was a blessing in disguise because he goes to his apartment, eats chicken and rice, that's 300 push ups. And that was over here hitting seven bombs in the playoffs. Um, he's been absolutely huge for this team. This team needed someone that could, that can stick into the middle of the order next to Meadows and Lau. And, um, with Meadows struggling at the end of the regular season and loud, not being able to hit water in the ocean in the playoffs. Um, he's just been bad. And now a Rose arena comes in, steps up the raise um, have that big bat presence in the middle of the lineup that not a lot of people thought they would have. So um, his presence has been huge for this team.
0: Uh, Rose arena has definitely, been there whenever they need it. It always seems like all of his home runs mean something. It's not just like you're up by eight and then you put one over and then, you know, you celebrate. Now you're up nine, like uh, Rosarina, it really did come through clutch whenever the Rays needed it. Uh, Not as clutch as Michael Brousseau, but uh, definitely had ultimately obviously performing better than him in in the long run. And going over to the national league, the NLCS MVP Corey Seager awarded to him. uh, We've heard, We've he heard Matt that. reference him as a future Yankee quite a bit at least in our group chat, maybe not so much on a video, but uh Matt, can you talk a little bit about Corey Seager? I saw I saw Jamil shaking his head. Do you maybe think uh, I don't know what Jamil was uh shaking his head for. Do you maybe think there could have been somebody more deserving of that? Oh no, I
2: was like good shit. Man. like that dude was playing unbelievable. Like, oh yeah. Shaking your head like the yeah. dude's on fire. Yeah. Um when it comes to Corey
1: Seager, I think he's he's super underrated and he's really just proving that. With the way he's playing in the playoffs, he got injured a season or two ago and kind of fell off the map. When it came to top shortstops, you got guys like Tatis and Story. You know, the the shortstop uh, Francisco Lindor, of course. The shortstop position is a very good one right now in baseball. And the fact that uh, Corey Seager got hurt kind of took him out of that conversation. But you can't you can't forget this guy did win a Rookie of the Year. I believe he's won a a Silver Slugger, two No Gold Gloves yet. I don't want to say, but his defense isn't terrible. Uh, but, yeah, the main focus has to be his offense. That's what he won the uh, NLCS MVP for. You know, he's uh, been the definition of clutch, kind of kind of how Arzarena has been for the Rays. And as long as he doesn't go cold, I, I do uh, think he can definitely contribute to the Dodgers team. And, yeah, when you think of the Dodgers these days, you think of Bellinger, Betts, uh, Kershaw, Bueller. You don't think of Corey Seager as one of those top names on the Dodgers, but it's time people start. Because I think this this Corey Seager is here to stay.
0: I think Jamil said it best back on the original video of the predictions that it came down to the two teams that had the best combination of both pitching and hitting. Uh, no no team is super outstanding in one area and then leaves uh, a lackluster uh, hope in the other area. Both teams can hit the bat one through nine or can hit the ball one through nine. Both teams have a very solid pitching staff. Both teams have been pitched very well. Uh, out of their bullpen. I mean, the, the overall, these two teams are – I mean, they're the number one seeds. I mean, who would you expect, you know? Uh, you, you'd like to think that somebody would upset. You'd like to think that something would happen. But ultimately, it came down to the two best teams, uh, regardless of anything in the regular season. So, that what's up?
1: Uh, I just – I saw this earlier, and I wanted to bring it to you. I wanted to ask your guys' opinion, really. Oh, I thought uh, it
2: was a Maddie stat coming.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a stat, but – Oh, Maddie stat. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to give you guys an opinion. So Pablo Sandoval in twenty fourteen had twenty six hits in the postseason. That is the uh, record currently. Arzarena is at twenty one and counting. Do you guys think he can break Sandoval's
0: record?
2: Jamila, let you go first. Yeah, five hits. He has twenty one. Needs five to tie. Six to get it. Uh, I think it's very feasible. He gets six. I think this is going to be a long series. So. I, I personally think that a will find a way to at least tie the record. Dom, um, he's hitting the ball so well right now. And the Dodgers pitching has been,
0: it's been hittable.
2: That's something we'll get into later. So I think, I think he has a good chance to beat that record.
0: Yeah, well, I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't. I mean, he he's got to go historically cold not to do it. I mean, he's, he's been the, if not, you know, he's been the hottest hitter for the Tampa Bay Rays. If he can't manage to find five hits in the series, then I'll be thoroughly shocked. And that'd be props to the pitching staff of the Dodgers, because yeah. if they're able to shut him down, it's. It's going to be a scary series for Tampa Bay because that's been their one guy you know that's that's been the guy whenever you need it he's there I mean they've had they've had people come in and hit RBIs you know get what they need I know Zanino had uh, a clutch RBI at a point I know KK's had a couple of instances where he's gotten a good RBI but I mean rosarina has been the guy so uh, ultimately it's going to come down to that so
2: the the crazy thing about him too is all, all these home runs I was telling people the other day they're all opposite field He's not—he's not like a Deadpool guy. This dude's spraying the ball over the field, and all of his, his power's the right center right now. It's yeah, really crazy. that's and,
0: that's and, where the home run was uh, in game seven. Yeah, yeah,
2: like three of them were. And, and Petco Park is traditionally a pitcher's park, not a hitter's park. So um, it was—I was surprised at all the runs that were scored in, in San Diego. I'm gonna be honest, even though they played a lot of games during the day, and the ball—the ball, the ball shot was completely different during the day there versus night.
1: They reduced the balls. I can almost guarantee it. But. Uh, <laughs> Follow-up question. I, I also agree that Randy can do it. Uh, but follow-up question. This came from uh, Cespis Family Barbecue on Twitter, who ran a poll uh, earlier today. Who will have more postseason hits? Uh, Randy in 2020, which is up 75-25 on Mike Trout in his entire career. Uh, Randy, <laughs> Randy, Randy currently has the 14 spot. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He has 21 in 14 games. I'm sorry. And then Mike Trout has one hit. And I think four games or something. So oh, who
0: will have the most m- most postseason hits?
1: Uh yes, Randy Rosarina
0: in, in 2020 uh-oh. or or Trout Randy, his whole career. i sorry, I must have misspoke. Randy just this year. I thought you or, were saying Trout his whole regular season and everything. I was I, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
2: gonna go I, Trout.
1: <laughs> I mean, Arzarena is just a rookie. We never really know, but yeah, it's Arzarena's postseason this year or Mike Trout's career postseason. And arena is up seventy five.
2: I'm so tempted to say Rose arena because yeah, let's be right. Do we see the Angels making the playoffs more than three yeah, that, times that, in the next that, seven years?
1: We don't know if uh, they get Trevor Bauer. I, I'd I'd hope
2: so, but I mean, even with him, they that team still to me has a lot of problems that we can get into in an off season video. But
0: that that team needs one way more than one starter to me. Yeah, yeah.
1: they're, they're, they're in a reliever away at least.
2: They need at know. least two starters. It, to me, and, it would depend on how the, if the Astros collapse if they keep their team. Um, because I think as long as the Astros have their guys, they're going to keep the, – and them and the, the A's, to me, will still be at the top of the division. So
0: The A's are doing this without any really
2: solid – They're day. built like the Rays. You just have a whole bunch yeah. of guys that can play. You, there's no one – They really
1: got good
2: – they got Chapman and Olsen as that got studs. I'm talking but about like that. aside from That's them, like
1: A's besides Liam Hendricks and Blake Trinan sometimes don't have pitching. Blake
0: Trinan's on the Dodgers.
1: There you go. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of the show. I'm thinking of his flashback card. Uh yeah. Trinan. Yeah, other than like pitch. Chris
0: Dodgers. Bassett yeah. this season and Sean Manea sometimes, and then Liam Hendricks. I mean, the pitching staff's I uh, got a lot of question marks, but, I mean, the, the, I mean, the Angels got to have more. There's not a salt. there shouldn't be a single pitcher that's safe in that rotation or that bullpen. I mean, there, there's nobody really that is worth it. But, I mean – I'm going go to yeah, right? go a Rosarito at that point. Yeah, I kind of want to go a too. Yeah,
1: but, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock
0: me. Uh, that's disgusting to even think. But, all right, uh, getting to the, the meat and potatoes, the World Series – Uh, Both teams over 1,000 miles away from their respected stadiums. But uh, here they are. They're meeting in Arlington. It's going to be Tampa Bay. It's going to be Los Angeles. Uh, One of the top payrolls versus the bottom payroll. Uh, It's exactly the David versus Goliath story that you want, but even though the Rays are the best team in the American League. uh, But ultimately, it ended up where we are at today. So, Matt, I'm going to start with you. I need a winner, I need amount of games, and then give me a prediction on who your World Series MVP is.
1: This is really tough for me. Um, I want to represent Team Tampa Bay and go with the Rays, but this has definitely been my hardest prediction to make, even sitting here with you guys now. I don't know if I have a clear cut. Uh, I think it's going to be really close. I hope the Rays give them a run for their money. I think the Rays deserve it a little more than the Dodgers, and I kind of want the Dodgers to be fraud so I could talk about it, um, but all bias aside, uh, the Dodgers have a really great team. That's no no surprise, no question. Uh, Corey Seager heating up is definitely going to really help them. Bellinger had a slow start. He had that clutch home run last game. If he can carry on with that, who knows what will happen. Mookie Betts, he's doing great in the field, great with the bat. Career 310 hitter with uh, against the Rays um we've seen him do plenty of damage to them i think it's going to come down to pitching um the dodgers rocker Bueller had a good start kershaw was shaky as he typically is in the playoffs um the bullpen was here and there um definitely scared us a little bit uh, the rays definitely have the better bullpen diego castillo got got them out of several big situations peter fairbanks i know had one mess up i think last game i mean not last game last series but overall he's been good uh, I'm going to go raising in six. Um, I, it might be wrong of me not to go seven, but I think going Glasnow then Snell, I think they're going to jump out to a 2-0 lead and be able to win the ne- win two of the next four and uh, bring another championship to Tampa. Uh, there you go. forgot about the ALCS, uh, uh, the World Series MVP. Um, I don't want to say Randy again, even though it wouldn't shock me. Uh, I, I, I'd hope it's a pitcher, just because I think that's going to be what's most important. Glass now is going to make two starts. Snell might make two starts. I'll go go Blake Snell. Sure. Uh,
2: If I had to go with a hitter,
1: I will go Randy, or I do think Brandon Lau can wake up this series. He's been god-awful in the postseason uh, after a pretty pretty good um, regular season. But for a hitter, I'll go Brandon Lau. I'll take a not-so-common pick.
0: That could definitely be – I mean, this is definitely the series to wake up. Brandon Lau, if you're listening, I mean, come on. Uh, get get with the times. You know, it, it's the World Series, baby. You got to start hit. Uh Jamil, will go to you, uh, a team, uh, amount of games, and an MVP.
2: Um, you know, obviously, everybody knows I'm a Rays fan by now. But um, to be completely honest, this is easily going to be the toughest series of, the, of them all. Um, I, I did not want to play this team. I wanted to play the Braves very, very badly. But – um, obviously this Dodgers team is very talented and um I was was telling a lot of people that this team is is the perfect mix of the Astros and the Yankees you have the Yankees ability to go deep one through nine and then you have the Astros ability to just nickel and dime you and they just have these these guys in order that are going to find their way on base so um I think it's gonna be very tough but also um the Dodgers pitching to me was very shaky against the Braves um before the season was started, I usually would have said Dodgers beat the Rays. But now um, I'm going to go Rays in seven. And because that, I think the Dodgers I, – I don't think the Dodgers have the pitching. They don't have the arms to me. I think if you get to their bullpen guys like Gosselin, if you get the Terran, if you get to Gruce the ball, um, those guys are hittable. And they look shaky to me. Jansen is not trustworthy in the ninth right now. Um, and for MVP, um, I agree with, uh you stole my pick. Uh, I think Brandon Lau wakes up. This was, without a doubt, the best hitter on the team in the regular season. Um, it's a guy that the Rays need to get hot to win, though, because what, what I saw against the Astros, um, they uh, let's be honest, they barely got out of there. And uh, to win the series, they're going to need him to click, and the whole lineup has to click. The The solo home runs aren't going to get the job done against the Dodgers. You're going to need to get guys on base. You're going to have to pre- manufacture runs, something that they weren't able to do in against that Houston, those that all-home runs. So um, if they can get the lineup going, they get Lau going in the right direction. The Rose keeps going. Uh, I think the training doesn't stop here. I think the Rays get the first ring.
0: All right. Uh, do I be the evil guy? Do I go against it? Uh, I won't even it, call it evil. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, it, it's one of those to where, as mentioned, I mean, obviously it's going to be the hardest one. It's the number one versus the number one. Uh, in the last video, I said that my heart wanted the Braves – but my gut took the Dodgers, uh, in, in this one, my heart wants the Rays, but my gut wants the Dodgers again. And it's, it's one of those to where, uh, who do I take? And at the end of the day, I'm, I followed my gut on the last one. I'm going to follow my heart on this one. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays in seven, similar to what Jamil said, but I'm going to go different from the MVP point, uh, Talk about a guy who's been absolutely lights out so far. I'm going to continue with that. And for the first time since 1999, I think a reliever is going to win another World Series MVP and give it to Diego Castillo. Uh, I think he's going to come in. I could see him closing down all four games that the Rays win because I don't see any of these games being blowouts. I think these are going to be very close games all the way through. Just be, And I wouldn't be shocked to see low scoring. I wouldn't be shocked to see if every single team Uh, that or every game was won by a margin of less than three runs. Uh, I I don't see any way in which either team really blows the other one out. Both teams have great offenses. One's a little bit more known for the power. One's a little bit more known just for getting on base and making things happen. Both teams have very powerful pitching staffs, but at the end of the day, I'm going to ride the hot hand. And the hot hand right now in that raised bullpen is Diego Castillo. I mean, I think he's pitching, beyond lights out I think it, it's almost phenomenal to watch him come in and pitch out of situations as Matt said earlier because he has been put into a lot of tight situations in a lot of very important games and he's made it happen so I'm gonna go Diego Castillo I'm gonna go raise in seven and hopefully they're gonna bring home that first ring to Tampa Bay and add to the Tampa Bay collection of trophies this season so how amazing would that be I mean hey Tampa Bay's just gonna bring them all home you know But that'll bring us to the end of the World Series predictions. We've made it this far. There were so many questions on if we'd even have an MLB season uh, just a couple of months ago. And now here we are getting ready to Uh, Bask in the World Series, and even Jamil gets to celebrate his team being in it. So uh, what a phenomenal year 2020 has been. It's been different by all means. There's been a lot of things that have changed. There's been a, a, a lot of differences this season from any other season, but you know, hopefully we can keep some of that moving into next season. Maybe we'll see the Universal DH keep going. Maybe we'll see extended playoffs keep going. You know, whatever wow. it's going to be. <laughs> no, I don't want to we'll see any off. more sub-500 teams in the playoffs either. But, uh, yeah. you know, whatever is going to happen, I mean, we're going to find out next season. But ultimately, before we get there, we have to go through the World Series. the The best thing that fall has to offer. And so we will see exactly who can triumph. Uh, going into that. Any closing thoughts from either one of you heading into the World Series that starts on Tuesday? Matt?
1: I'm uh, Glad you mentioned extension, uh, extended playoffs. I, I do think despite, yeah, I don't want them either, Jamil. No, thanks. But we have, I mean, we have, have had some great moments in the playoffs despite it not being the idea. Shout out Marlins. On yeah.
2: You know, the Marlins. The Mar- <laughs> hey, I told y'all someone bad was going to make bad, was going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And to <laughs> and shout right. out the Orioles. Yeah. Shout out Baltimore. there you go
1: um yeah we had the marlins they put on a great little cinderella story for us for a second both series the rays astros and uh dodgers braves went seven and had some great moments in them uh so i don't know i'm i'm just happy uh that we got some great moments some great history was made but yeah uh no uh no extended playoffs next year
0: please i'm happy that not every like bad team came in and got blown out you know it wasn't like you know if if there's going to be extended playoffs i'm glad at least one of them moved on i mean that being the astros and the marlins uh you know the astros are who they are but who the hell would have expected the marlins i mean i even in the video i said they weren't going to score a run in that series and that was a joke the the cubs only scored one so that's the real joke the cubs
2: Cubs. what's that they dominated the cubs
0: yeah they looked horrible i love it i love every minute of um
2: sexto Sanchez looks like a baller
0: yeah the hopefully they've they've got something special down there uh they obviously i mean they're they're in a rebuilding phase they're, they can't be content with the team that they have but i mean the fact that they made it this far this season i mean it shows especially with how much they were going through covid and everything it shows a lot of resiliency between that and, and that and st louis both teams went through a lot of covid problems mm-hmm. and both made it so uh Proud of both teams, but
2: you know what's crazy about this World Series? Uh, the Rays, we got the number one farm system in the baseball. I think the Dodgers have like the number three farm system in baseball, so it's crazy. You want to talk about teams
0: that are going to be good for a long time? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy it's, that
2: they, they're in the World Series and they are, they can replace anyone on their team next year with someone out of that farm.
0: I mean, hell, they've got a bunch of young guys in there doing it now that at the beginning of the season didn't weren't even playing, you know, a Rose Arena, McClanahan. Uh, I'm sure there's got to be a couple more, or at least you know first second year players i mean and there's a lot on the upcoming i mean wander franco is going to be up there soon shane baz i mean there's a lot of players that could come up for the tampa bay and Mm -hmm. i'm sure the storyline's just the same for the dodgers i'm not i know jeter downs but
2: other than that i'm not too sure downs is they traded Downs? Bets. oh well their best prospects gavin lux they got hebert ruiz too he's fine ruiz at catcher lux at second they got a lot of different options, too. They
0: got a lot coming up, too. So, I mean, the future's bright for both teams. But right now, I mean, the present's just as bright. I mean, both teams obviously making it to the World Series. So, uh, congrats to
2: both teams. We will see. Matt, if Blake Snow locks in, that'd be dangerous because he
0: he's important.
2: That's, yeah, that's a very
0: important. He's, he's an, an
2: average. Coach. So, if he locks in, that'd be something different for this team. For sure.
0: Hopefully. You know, we'll, we'll see exactly who all locks in and everything like that. Whenever we come back, because I guarantee we're going to be back for a World Series re- recap and uh, to congratulate the new 2020 World Series champion. But until then, we will see you in the next one for Matt Perry and for the ultimate prediction, King Tampa Bay Ray fandom, Jamil King. I'm Wilson, and this is GM's for hire. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.